Welcome back to another episode of We Just Talking. Isaiah Torian, myself, gentlemen, how are y'all doing today? Solid. Uh, Pretty man. solid, man. You know, uh, nice, nice Saturday. Yeah, nice, brisk fucking Saturday. I got cold as fuck yesterday, man. That wind was kicking. God damn. Especially, you know, because I'm out here in the in the semi sticks. That shit felt twice as bad, man. That fuck, I went out to go check the mail. Thought I was gonna blow away, bro. That shit was ridiculous. T, how you doing, bro? Oh, oh, oh. Some kind of muffled something in the background. Oh, we're good, bro. You ain't lying though. It's cold as a motherfucker outside. This this shit said twenty six degrees earlier in Edmond. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's is disrespectful. Yeah. As hell, bro. Man. As hell. Man, T, how you doing this week, bro? Oh man, I'm alright, dude. Nice, uh, nice morning. I like the cold, but I was not expecting that when I had to run to the gas station this morning. <laughs> it's nice, man. It's like the first time that we've had just uh, me, the wife, and and Penelope here. You know, the kids went to their other families this weekend, so it's nice, man. You get to spoil that baby. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. Well, gentlemen, we all seen what happened last weekend. Uh, Super Bowl. How? First off, how how was y'all's uh, experience watching the game? Because I I ain't even finna lie. I I sat at the crib. It was me, the wife, the kids, and then uh, Chris, longtime listener, Chris Hutton, uh, came over, and um, we had me and the wife went and bought a case of Angry Orchard, and usually she'll drink like one, maybe one and a half, and then the other twelve. Uh, or yeah, the other eleven are mine, and um, now we were we were throwing them hoes back, and then we had some um, some I forgot what it's called, but it tastes like Mexican candy, and it's it's like vodka. I think I let y'all try it uh, when y'all came over the last time. Uh, I know I one of y'all niggas died. It might have been Isaiah T. You might have already been gone, but it's that, and we oh, killed that yeah. bottle. Yeah, we killed yeah. that bottle, and I I accidentally was drunk. <laughs> but I had a good time, man. I was I was drunk enough to where I was. Uh, I had the socks on in the kitchen when Usher was performing. You know what I'm saying? I oh, shit. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I had to go back and go back in time, and and then realize like, nah, I ain't got it. Like Usher still got a pause, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. How was y'all's How was y'all's experience watching the game? I don't know, uh, it, dude. It was a good Super Bowl. I mean, I think, I think if if some things would have, well, I will say this. I don't know how the 49ers didn't know that the, uh, the overtime rules had changed. They I did. feel like, they I feel like, it. uh, you know, first half of that game, man, I thought the 49ers dominated football. And then Kyle, Kyle Shanahan just got flat out coached in the second half. <laughs> there was a big lull, a huge lull. I think that they were scared for the most part of McCaffrey running the ball, which was strange because they had a lot of success, like you said, in first quarter, really the first half. And then uh, he had that fumble and they were like, no, Brock Purdy's going to throw us. Never understand. And we talked about this, dude. We talked about it. And I said, if if they make Brock Purdy throw the football, 49ers are going to lose. Like it, dude, I, I'm a firm believer that the NFL is not scripted. But for the life of me, I will never understand how these teams will be up 
and they just completely go away from what they were doing that made them successful in the first half. I, I don't get it. I, I, I don't understand why they do it. If I was a coach, I will run the fucking score up on every yeah. team I play. <laughs> Buddy Stevens it's from halfway, the uh-huh. Unless I'm up six scores and half the fourth quarter is over, I'm, I'm sending the dogs, dude, every <laughs> play. Like, yeah. I'm trying to beat you into submission. And it's almost like these, these, these coaches, dude, they get up and they're like, fuck it, dude, we'll just go vanilla. And it's like, you can't, yeah. like the NFL, even the shittiest teams, right? Like, like the Panthers or something like that. You go up four scores and you take the dogs out in the third quarter. They might fuck around and come back on you. Yep. These are the best players in the world. Like, I no, dude. Like, <laughs> if I was a coach and I have my team up multiple scores and I take my starters out, if that other team scores two touchdowns on me, the boys back out to finish the job. <laughs> it, you put your foot on their fucking neck, dude, until they quit. Like that uh i think and, and these teams just don't do it man it's like they it's like these teams like it's like i mean my chargers were dog shit this year but that was their problem last year in the playoffs you had your foot on the neck of the jacksonville jags and you just don't crush their fucking throat what the fuck which also has a lot Brandon Staley got fired piece of shit but Kyle Shanahan it's different like dude you're in the super bowl man like, why are you going away from you? I also don't like how yeah. the the Chiefs, who were like, what, the, they had the most holding calls against them all season? Not no a holding single calls. one in the Super Bowl? That right tackle, Bro, fuck, that no. So... That right tackle fucking tackled Nick Bosa. Oh, brother. Uh, Patrick Creed, Mahomes scrambled. Bro, Creed, no Humphrey, Creed Humphreys choke slammed. Uh, Fred Warner. I think it was on the last drive of the fourth quarter. Yeah. I think it was on a third down yeah. and he threw when he had, I think he had, no, it wasn't that play, but it was like a third down. And I know Fred Warner broke through and Creed Humphrey grabbed him like he was Undertaker and choke slammed the he fuck said, out get of your him. Bro, only, <laughs> the, the only fucking team they got a holding call on them all game was the 49ers. It happened one time and it was, it was Trent Williams. And that yeah. really he got back-to-back penalties, which really stalled their drive. That happened a lot, where they were like holding illegal hands to the face, like stuff like, like that. That was going on on both sides of the ball. I think it's funny going back watching the clip where, like, you know, the coaches are mic'd up, and Shanahan's like, "Yeah, I see what happened right there. They're doing that every play. They'll hold, yeah, and then they'll release." He's mm-hmm. like, "I just, I just want to yeah. get a game. I just want to get the game called fair." And it didn't yeah, fucking happen. Uh, the yeah, the right tackle that you had mentioned, T. Jawan Taylor, I think it was the is. most penalized fucking tackle in football this year. Yeah, yep. He didn't get a single hold. Not, not even one. not even when he tackled Nick Bosa. Like, okay, man. And Nick, that's Bosa the shit. I feel like it like, plants. Yeah, it plants it plants seeds of doubt in the minds well, of, of it, fans watching the game. I think I agree with you, like what you started it off to with, T. <clears throat> I don't think it's fully scripted, but I okay. do think that they will. Who, whoever is going to put the most asses in the seats, they are going to do some stuff to benefit them. 
And that's what you see there. And obviously, Pat Mahomes is an amazing talent, but he's the face of the league. And they know. They know. And then you have Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. They're everywhere. They know, bro. What, what can the we do? The thing that gets mm. me, though, is it's almost tar- like the NFL is almost turning into wrestling. It's like yeah. entertainment. Yep. And it's like it's not it's 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 not the it's not a game anymore, dude. No. It was it was sad too, cause man, you 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 almost see those holds. I was watching it with uh, my wife and uh, my mom, and I'm like, hold, hold, yeah, same. Uh, that's, uh, that's fucking. That's a face mask. Hold, yeah, yeah. And and like, again, where, dude, where do you see? You mean to tell me <laughs> two weeks in a row? Like, if it happens one time, I call that a coincidence. It happens twice. It looks funny. You get you get referees in back to back games, AFC Championship and the Super Bowl, where the head official the is guy. known for calling things in favor of the of the underdog teams in games. It's like, dude, and y'all think motherfuckers are stupid and don't see this, yeah. and then and then and then it happens, like bullshit starts happening in the game. Like, and, like you can't even be upset about it because you knew it was going to happen. I will well, say this, dude. Like, Chiefs winning Super Bowls in three out of the last five, incredible. It's the start of a dynasty. I can't deny it. I can't deny how good Patrick Mahomes is in, you know, in Kansas City, you know, and it's frustrating to me. I have some other. I have some other opinions about that too, but you know that the kid the kids played well, man. He has. I mean, he's he's. There's I mean, some... right now, right now, as far as I'm concerned, it's it's Brady, Joe Montana, and Patrick Mahomes. They're kind of agreed. They're kind of sitting on an island. Yep. Yeah. And I think the sad part about that too is um there's been several former players there's been former refs that are kind of attesting to how we feel in the moment like i don't know if you guys ever saw that documentary about that that uh nba ref that was yep. like yeah my donahue yeah yep. yeah how, how he basically said if we didn't like a guy we would call shit against him well he but, also said he had the ability to swing a game by like five or six points yeah yep. dude Five or six points. Six points a goddamn touchdown in the NFL. Yeah. That's two field goals. Like, that's it, – it, It's oh. crazy. It's crazy in that it – because in, in Gilbert Arena said it too. I know it's basketball. It's not the same as football, but it's like they can they're, – they're all influenced one way or another if they don't like a guy. Like, Gilbert Arena said, do you think – they're human. Yeah. Gilbert Arena said that a veteran of on his team, whenever he went to Washington, whenever they made to the semis – he was like, you got to win by 15 to win by two. And Gilbert Arenas was like, what the fuck do you mean? He was like, they don't want us to go. The market, the business doesn't want us to go. We're here, but they want this other team to go. He was like, so you really think that they're going to call shit our way? No, you got to beat them by 15 or 20 to win by two. And that's the truth. All those holding calls, all the, like, it was just, it was ridiculous. It was a it wasn't a shit game. I, I will no, say there was yeah. a lot of things that the 49ers, like they just had that mid-second quarter to late third quarter lull where they didn't do anything but kick field goals. 
And then do that against the Chiefs. You give them too much time. And if you give them too much time, and by that point, it's out of your hands as a player. You, as an offensive player, you have to sit there and watch them move the ball down the field. There's not shit else that you can do. So, I mean, I definitely think it was a good game overall. I'll tell you the dumbest shit, too, that happened. Overtime rule. They let – they want the ball first? Really? <laughs> so, you want to give Patrick Mahomes the ball last to see what he does with it. It's the yeah. dumbest fucking shit I've ever heard of in my life. Well, yeah. I think the I think the idea for them is how they moved the ball towards the end of the fourth. They were kind of like, "Oh, we can probably get a touchdown out of this." No, we'll he explained it. Yeah. No, he explained it. He said he wanted to get the ball first. His plan obviously was to go score a touchdown. He said he fully expected Patrick Mahomes to then come back and score a touchdown, and then he was hoping they got the ball third, and then he would go kick. Like all they would have to do is go kick the field goal, and it's game time. Yeah. Um, the issue with that is, is you got to score a touchdown. Yeah. And you didn't. And as Period. soon as you don't score a touchdown, you are the, fucked. The plan. Yeah. yeah. It's over. Mike Tyson with. said something interesting about plans, too. He said, everyone's got one until I hit him in the mouth. Like, yep. yeah. I think Kyle Shanahan, too. I think that's just who he is at this point. Kyle, Kyle Shanahan is Pat Riley with the Knicks. He'll get Ooh. you there. Yeah. But once you get there, that's it. Because yeah. he's, I mean, what, this is the third time that. One as an OC for Atlanta. Obviously, he shit the bed. Uh, then, then a couple years ago against the Chiefs, he's up 10 going into the fourth quarter, shits the bed, and then he does the exact same thing. I honestly think he was trying to get Brock Purdy the MVP. That's why they were throwing the ball so damn much. And I, I ain't even going to say Brock had a bad game. He just didn't play. He, he didn't. He didn't outperform Patrick Mahomes, no. but he played. He played all right. He played like in for a, a Shanahan quarterback. He played about as like what he was going to do. I just yeah. think what you said to Shanahan gets a lead against most teams, and he can call the dogs off. Yeah, but when you're playing against a team that has a fu- a quarterback that it has shown you over and over and over. If you leave that fucking door open, I'm coming through. And you also know that he's the face of the league. So a lot of the shit is going to fall in his favor. Dude, you got to beat the fuck out of them. You want NFL, like you want a NFL NBA comparison. Tom Brady is Michael Jordan. And right now, Patrick Mahomes is Kobe. The last thing I want to do is put the ball in his in his hands as the comp- like the team competing against him in crunch time. Yep. That dude will sink that fucking <laughs> – he will sink your fucking battleship so fucking quick. Yeah. Well, That's- and honestly, too, in my opinion, if the 49ers win, Jawan Jennings is the MVP. He threw for one. He caught one. He had a big catch to get them into field goal rage towards the end of the game. Like it, I don't, it doesn't go to Brock Purdy. It doesn't go to Christian McCaffrey. George nah, Kittle really went to Christian. Yeah, yeah, yeah George Kittle got yeah. that shit. George Kittle just disappeared. Like what yeah. the fuck? George Kittle had what two catches for one yard? That's what I'm saying, That's- dude. Like completely took Kittle out of the game, and then the 49ers iced Travis Kelsey the whole first half, and then this guy just decides to go God mode and destroy yep. their team in the second half. Like yeah. what happened? Yeah. What well, happened in the locker room? Like right, that but that this guy I, decided to wake the fuck up and destroy the 49ers. His boo I, was right. watching in the stands, dog. Right. Yeah, well, but, his boo was in the stands when he wasn't doing shit either. So Yeah, that's facts too. Man, I'll, I'll say this though. 
that's Shanahan, bro. Like, even if you even think about just in the year, they weren't, they don't even you. I, me personally, I think Kittle could be the best tight end in the league, hands down. I think he is. Yeah, and they just healthy. don't. Yeah, and but they just don't use him. Like he is, in basketball terms, he's their fifth fucking option. He he's you have Christian McCaffrey, then they're looking to get Debo the ball, then they're looking to get Brandon Ayuk the ball, then they want to get fucking use check the ball on a a fucking a couple RPOs, and then also Brock Purdy and shit. And then they're like, okay, now let's get let's get uh, Kittle the ball. It's just it's it's weird to me. Like they will keep him in and block all half, and it's I just and then the like the one or two times that he gets to run routes, you see those big explosive plays, and it's just like maybe you should do that shit uh, consistent. Yeah. yeah, and it 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 very much reminds me of of the argument also that I've been hearing of who's the best tight end of all time, Gronk or Kelsey. And people are saying, like Gronk fans are saying, well, it can't be Kelsey because he doesn't block all the time. Yeah, the reason he doesn't block all the time is because then you just take away his receiving threat. He is that good of a receiver. That's why he's running his routes. You know Not what? taking anything away from Gronk, but Gronk did get to kind of develop. Well, Gronk got to sit and develop behind, like with the GOAT. So, yeah. but he does block Let's a little bit. Yeah, for <laughs> saying, real. Um, the no, goat, Aaron Hernandez. No, yeah. dude, like, like, like real spill. <laughs> I look at Travis, Kel- Travis Kelsey to me, I look at him the same way I looked at like Jimmy Graham, except his career has been far better and lasted longer. He's not a true, like to me, I've never considered Travis Kelsey to be a true tight end. Because he doesn't line up in line enough. It's like, it, like he he could be one of those guys. You remember, like back in the day when like Jimmy Graham was in contract negotiations with the Saints, and he wanted to be paid as a receiver because he was he stood to make more money. Because and his justification for that was like, well, dude, I line up in the slot eighty percent of the time. I'm not even down on the line, so I don't want to be paid as a tight end. I want to be paid as a receiver. And then he left. And then, well, then they didn't pay his ass and he left. Well, they right? tra- didn't they trade him to the fucking Packers See, and then he was just never heard of again? Well, they or did he go to, to Seattle first? He went, he to, went to, Seattle. to Seattle, then he went to Green Bay, then he went back to Seattle, and then he, I think he went back to New Orleans. Too. Yeah, I think he's in New Orleans right now. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's the I, two behind Jawan Johnson. I'm not, I'm not going to take away, I'm not going to take away like any of Travis Kelsey's greatness. He is a great tight end. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer when he walks away from the game. But I think that Gronkowski did more in less time than he yes. did. His impact yeah. was his impact was because he did both. And that, he really and that did both. to me yeah. is why I consider Gronkowski to be better. At the end of the day, though, there's two there's two tight ends sitting on the top of the hill to me, who are the GOATs. And that's Tony Gonzalez and Antonio Gates. Those two are the best tight ends to me personally. Yeah. Another Chiefs yeah. player. Like, and Tony Gonzalez was was all pro when he also played in Atlanta, too. So, like, you know what I mean? And his career lasted a long time. The stats aren't as they don't light up as much as like someone like Kelsey's. I think regular season does. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. not only that, Tony Gonzalez had a lot of years where there was about five different people throwing him the ball. I was about to say so he was like, playing with styrofoam at quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Like Brody Croyle is trying to get him the ball. You know what I mean? Like it's 
It's a lot different. I mean, still to this day, too, Antonio Gates' receiving touchdowns, that's a record that I don't think will get touched by another tight end. I don't think it will either. But I, so here's the only counter that I ever have with uh, the Gronk and Kelsey is, is just the modernization of the NFL. Yes, like yes. that's why that, that's just why Kelsey plays it's the way he open. does. And yeah, it's just, it's just modernization. It's, it's one of those things to where I think he could play the way that Gronk played. I don't think he's as good of a blocker. They could use him as a traditional tight end. They just don't. Cause it's, I mean, obviously they're winning Super Bowls and I'm like you, I've said it like I've heard people arguing about um, Gronk and Kelsey and I'm like, y'all really forgot that Tony G and uh, Gates and I'm not even finna lot of y'all like this. is gonna, I, I'm I'm taking Shannon. Like, I'll say, uh, motherfucker looked like a horse and Uncle, he could. Uncle really, Shay Shay, dude. Right. He was he was a, a menace to society, and he was before before the Broncos got uh, Ed McCaffrey and uh, was it was it Rod, Rod Smith? Smith? Yeah, Rod he Rod. was it, yeah. <laughs> and he was cooking triple co- like double and triple coverages consistently. So and them three but, is them three is gonna be up there. I'm, I mean, I, I have Gronk and Kelsey in the conversation, but it's just weird to me. But man, fuck all that. I I blame the I blame this game on one person, and it's Kyle Shanahan. And I am very interested to see what happens next year because they got some decisions to make. And I yeah. do think they're going to franchise tag the fuck out of uh, Brandon Ayuk. But I've seen Brandon Ayuk is, is a little disgruntled. Uh, I've seen, obviously, they either they have CMC's contract. They're going to have to pay Brock, pay which him. even – yeah, even even if Brock is like a, a top fifteen to top ten quarterback, he's gonna get that Daniel Dimes money, and so that's gonna be around forty mil. You yeah. know, Bosa, Fred Warner. So they're you coming Chase up on Young, the, you know, Well, Bosa's been extended. Him yeah. and Fred Warner were extended in the last two years, so they're still there. One dude Debo. that they have to pay, Debo's. I'm pretty sure he is. He's extended yeah. They paid Debo last year. Yep. Oh, okay. They got to pay Kittle. Uh-huh. Yep. They got to pay Dre Greenlaw, who yep, you know went what out with his, his injury. injury. Yeah, what was his injury? Achilles? I, yeah, oh, I looked. I saw it. Non contact, dude. He was running yeah. onto the field after special teams. Yep, yep. Blew his shit out. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, they're gonna have to do something about one of them offensive linemen. You know the dude who got drunk and forgot that he plays for the 49ers and not the Raiders anymore. <laughs> He's talking shit about his teammate. <laughs> One of those two is going to be the odd man out there. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I think, I think, uh, I think dudes like Juszczyk and McCaffrey, they'll get extended and they'll, those guys are going to be lifers, dude. Like, yeah. they'll finish their careers there. Especially Juszczyk. Especially him. Yeah. I, I Especially knew McCaffrey, dude, because McCaffrey grew up in the area and he's, he's from that area. His He's family's hella there. productive. Oh. Yeah. He, <laughs> Revived so, his yeah. career. Best thing yeah. that happened to him was going to the 49ers. Yeah. Because uh, if he would have stayed in Carolina, he had about two, three more years, and he was about to be all on up out of there. He's about to pull a He would have probably played for three. He would have played for three more seasons and played a cumulative total of fucking 18 games. Yeah. 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 Best what thing what did you happen to him? What did y'all think about the, uh, the halftime performance? Fuck us, sir. Some people didn't like it. I didn't think it was bad. Blast from the past. <laughs> you no, know what I mean? I said yeah. fuck Usher because my wife and my mom were in a fucking hoopla in here every time somebody came out. And when that, when that nigga took his shirt off, I said, what are you looking at? 
I thought it was I wild what that he was, he was grabbing right. on Alicia Keys like that. But yeah, 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 yeah for real. If I was Swizz, <laughs> if I was Swizz, me and him would have to talk backstage. <laughs> Which is weird because Usher got married to his girlfriend right after that. Yeah, he got yeah he got married the yeah right after yeah that's crazy. Mm-hmm. I nah, think it was great uh, overall though. Man, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't gonna I ain't gonna go great. I'm gonna say exactly. T said it perfectly. It was a blast from the past. It was cool. It was nostalgia. <laughs> Uh, it was cool, right? He hasn't, but I, man, he rushed. Like, I don't know if he wanted or he picked the amount of songs that he performed, but I feel like he rushed through all that shit and like rushed through everything to get to yeah. And I was like, mm, he moved like he moving a little bit fast and whatnot, but it was cool. I I'm gonna say this. This is kind of off topic, but he missed a chance at two bangers, right? One of them could not happen. Because homie cannot be in the Super Bowl when he's locked up, but they missed with same girl with him and R. Kelly. Yes. And then I was like, they could if <laughs> I felt like they could have brought out Chris Brown to do party, yeah, or New Flame or or any of that shit that they had together. And then just having them two dancing on the stage together would have been, been dope yeah. as fuck. But I was like, there. I I said it before. I was like, there's no way they're gonna let Chris Brown be up there because. He put hands on Riri back in the day. Yeah, Dude, and I, I was sure, like, this "I for sure thought that he was gonna bring Justin Bieber out there." But yeah, he was I, at yeah, the same. Super Bowl. Like, yeah. I thought he was gonna bring out Young Jeezy whenever they did Love of This Club. I was like, "Where's Jeezy?" Yeah. But Jeezy didn't show up. But having yeah at the end, having Alicia Keys there was nice. I mean, really, it, overall, like the showmanship of it was pretty good. That month, I thought it was good. sweating his ass off though. Oh he my had god, the like, yeah. dude. <laughs> The meat sweats. He looked like James Brown back in the day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll tell you this though. I got I wild conspiracy theory that's not so wild. I think after the NFL realized that Taylor Swift had brought in over three hundred million dollars in ad revenue towards the NFL, I think she's going to be pegged to do the Super Bowl halftime show. I hope not. If you if you if you follow my my fake NFL script, the Chiefs they want the Chiefs to make it back to the Super Bowl. That way yeah. she can perform halftime, and when the Chiefs if they win and win their third in a row, Travis Kelsey drops He's down on knee yeah. at the yard line. I guarantee you, Goodell was center like, field. Hey, yep. Um, so will you, about will you marry me, babe? <laughs> <laughs> So nothing's gonna make me happier than if that doesn't happen. Yeah, but I'm one of those people, dude. Like, if I predict some shit, I'm usually right. So especially that, that's a good ass, bro. That's a good. That's some shit that, yeah, that's some shit that'll take you to WrestleMania if you was uh, calling wrestling shows. But not. Um, I agree. I think Taylor Swift is gonna perform. It's. I mean, it's. She's one of those performers too. It's hard to keep her it's too, out. It's too much she, money, her, dog. Yeah, and her follows a business, man. Yeah, and her. You mean to tell me that she showed up to watch them play, and them motherfuckers were losing some of the times when she was showing up, and the NFL still made all that money? Yeah, they're gonna throw the bag at Taylor Swift because she's gonna bring in a billion dollars in fucking ad revenue, which yep. is to me from uh. It's aimed towards one market. I don't know about y'all, but respectfully, I don't really listen to Taylor Swift. So listen, for, I don't either. But all these, all all these women, they all get that. behind Taylor Swift because she makes bitter girl music. 
Yeah. Yeah. Facts. Facts. And that's, but that's not the kind of, I would say that that's not a performance that would be worthwhile as far as like, you say the that. songs, the songs that I, she would be performing. Isaiah, nah, bro. I'm telling nah, you, bro. Taylor my, my NFL bangers, game bro. script, the Super Bowl halftime show when she performs, it's gonna be. It's basically gonna be like the Eras tour that she did this year. God She's gonna start out I with her it. country music from when yes. she was like 16, and yep. it's gonna progress all the way through until right now when she actually makes happy girl music because she's with yeah. Travis Kelsey. Bruh. If they don't break up, it's it's so. Could you this, imagine? Right. Could you imagine the album she releases if she dumps him, dude? <laughs> that shit's about to be up there with that with no Vaseline as what the greatest teardown yeah for real but no she'll she'll be there definitely she's like isaiah i don't listen to her either but i i know taylor swift shit you know what i'm saying and it's it's yeah. she has that music that i'm like how the fuck do i even know this song dude like, they fucking blasted taylor swift dude, and dude, i know taylor dude, swift dude. songs that's what I'm saying. Blasted. The only yeah. way that it'll be worth it is if they bring out Kendrick Lamar to do Bad Blood. That's it. Dude, That's either it transcends all music. Pop music yeah, was designed yeah. to transcend cultural like yes differences and that's what, that's what i'm saying that's white girls listen to taylor swift black girls listen to taylor swift hispanic yep. girls fucking dudes listen to taylor yeah. swift they don't Facts. admit it but they do <laughs> like Facts. and that yeah no you're you're 100 right that's that pop music is what that's why we're gonna see drake perform at the fucking halftime uh that's why we'll see like just people that put out music like that that's always on the radio that people know the songs even if they don't like the artists and shit those are the people that will always be able to like you'll see you'll see like 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 i said earlier i would love to see chris brown uh, perform but i feel like we would see a motherfucker like neo perform at halftime before we would see chris brown oh, yeah. oh, he'll fall certain. in line he'll fall in line faster <laughs> that's one aspect of the super bowl that they want they want you to kind of fall in line because like they don't get paid they get they get the money for their production. They don't actually make any money from doing the Super Bowl. The Super Bowl is supposed to generate popularity for them. The, oh, it does. The, yeah, the NFL just simply pays for the production of their show. They don't give them shit. So they essentially they do it for the cost of, of setup. So yeah, for but her, the, where the artists get paid though is ad revenue on yeah. like their YouTube page. Whenever yeah, when sure. everybody when everybody hears that shit at the Super Bowl and then they're just like. Oh, I didn't know Usher. What song is this that Usher sang? I've never heard that. Before. Also, that shit is also negotiated too before they agree to even perform. So if you yeah. don't think Isaiah that they're getting paid by the NFL to perform, I think you are fucking tripping. Like, no, I'm yeah. not tripping. That's literally what the NFL does. They get paid Bro, in other ways, but the NFL you, don't dude, give Taylor them anything. Swift is sitting in board meetings. All with season, Roger. dude. With, with Roger. All right. I'll let y'all show me on TV so many times, but I'm, I'm going to need this, bucko. And they're yeah. probably like, okay. I need that. I need the top line jet to get me from Japan over because, to the Super yeah, Bowl. Because they understand that if they show her face, girls who don't give a fuck. Like, it's funny. Like, you, I saw, like, online, like, there's girls who were, like, wearing shirts that were, like, oh. Why is uh why is Taylor Swift's boyfriend playing at her concert? <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Yeah. Like dude, it's like you know what I mean? Like it's it's a the difference between music, I, I don't even think it's like who's falls in line and who's not. It's just whose music is more worldwide or whose music can br- bring the most eyes yeah. to perform and then also allow them to help that artist get fucking 
twenty thousand or twenty million views in a day uh, on Spotify or something like that. Yeah. And yeah, that's why we'll see. That's why I said Drake. Like, I feel like Wayne is a better is better at his craft than Drake, but Wayne is not as known as Drake. Well, that Drake that goes is, back to the to the. It depends on what belief you have. I don't believe Drake's a rapper. He's a pop artist. No, he's the he male is. version of Taylor Swift. Yes, so, agreed. He's. It's, I think he started yeah. out as a rapper, just like she started out doing country. She. They've both realized, like, shit. If I cross over and Bro. can touch everybody, Machine shit. Gun Kelly was never as popular as when he made that fucking pop album. That's yeah. when his career exploded. Yeah, they understand that if you if you tailor things towards younger people especially let's be real like middle school and high school kids make trendy music for them your your popularity explodes when that happens like honestly taylor swift was a good country artist. she was a popular country music artist in her own right i don't know what, what what you would consider good you know what i mean but like i know she was very popular and she was young when, as fuck too. Yes, and she was. She started out when she was like sixteen, dude. Yep. Once she transitioned into pop music in like what 2012, 2013, her career blew up. Like, yep. And I couldn't. Uh, who's Who's the next biggest pop music artist? Female pop artist: Beyonce, mm-hmm. Dua Lipa. Like, mm-hmm. who Even do you Rihanna, know? Who, who it, else do you yeah. know? Yeah, Rihanna, yeah, but like, Rihanna's not making music. Yeah. And she yeah, has it for years. Like seven so, to yeah. eight years now. It's just when when you go that route and you have like the big, like the machine backing you, you can do whatever you want. Yup. Like there is no, there is no, you, you no longer have a ceiling once you get to that level. You, you dictate your ceiling at that point. So facts. And I think what helped Taylor Swift as well was definitely like, her her album where after Scooter Braun bought all her shit and she re-recorded the album in a different way and released her own. Because that story alone had people buying the shit out of her album because of her mistreatment by Scooter Braun. Well, so she just, went and re-released all of her albums once she got the rights back to them, too. The rights back to the lyrics, not the actual yes. songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah so she re-recorded. Everything, yeah, everything's but, Taylor's version. <clears throat> I'll tell you this, like... I don't think it's too too far-fetched of a theory to suggest that if she would have stayed in country music, she would have been the biggest female country music artist maybe ever. But she, you know, she pivoted and now because she's able to reach a wider audience because country music is a very niche thing. Like that's yeah, yeah. it's a small pop. That's a, that's a, a very limited of, audience. Yeah. <laughs> you know it, what I mean? It is uh, really the deep south, and then you can get to Oklahoma and like West Virginia and shit, and that's it. Like, well, I mean, country music is really only popular in the United States. Like, well, yeah, yeah, that too. We have three hundred and what fifty million people in the United States. There's eight billion people globally. Yeah. So she's able to reach billions of people with her music now, and you know. She's unstoppable. Yeah. It's it's it's, it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy too to think that people people call like people that transition to pop sellouts. I mean, I guess. But I mean, <laughs> it depends on what you look at as selling out. Like, I mean, if you're uh, as you wipe your, ass you're talking about bills. Yeah, pop. you're talking <laughs> yeah. about generational wealth. If I was a rapper, 
and I could successfully transition to pop music that I could make that I enjoyed that I know that my fans would enjoy and make a hundred times more money. Yeah. yeah, I'd be a fucking sellout too. Sorry. Like, facts. Facts. Did you not say sellout? Motherfuckers calling you a sellout aren't paying your bills, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. And and Isaiah, low key, yes. But um, <laughs> Isaiah, man, you was you was talking about some very interesting what NFL uh, football names. Yes. Yes, and uh, T and I had this conversation yesterday because the homie Niz, I don't know if he listens often, but he sent me an Instagram reel of guys trying to incorporate uh you know throwback nfl names or current nfl names in everyday life and um i had to call t yesterday because i couldn't remember his fucking name or his first name but he was a fullback for the detroit lions named uh corey schlesinger and then there was also another fullback for the minnesota vikings shout out to niz jimmy Kleinsoffer. so i wanted to get y'all's fellas takes on wild or just kind of out of the fucking normal realm of NFL football names. If you had any that came to mind. Yeah, dude. Anytime I throw in in a, uh, upper decky, dude, I, I always grab a Tom Zimbikowski. Tom Zimbikowski. <laughs> you know, former, former safety Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> I mean, I think you're pulling my Jason Seahorn by saying that. This fucking guy. <laughs> that was a Joe Jera vicious. Man. I mean, even Wayne Krebet. I mean, you just you know, it's mostly white dudes. They always have the you know crazy German or you know. It, it depends though. The- it depends because there's some Polynesian dudes that will too. Because I remember back in the late '90s, early 2000s, the Steelers backup running back. His name was Chris Muafa or some shit like that. Or yeah, yeah. Buamatu what about, Maafala. What about yeah. Kimo von Olhoffen? Yeah. Kimo von yeah. Olhoffen. Yeah. Uh, Igor Olshansky for the end of the, of the Chargers. Demata Pecco. Demata Pecco. <laughs> <laughs> Who's yeah, the Taki Taki that plays in the NFL yep. now? Yeah. Like the the one that got me the most was he was there was a he was a fullback, I believe, for the Patriots for a couple years. And I thought you were saying his name, Moreland, but his name was like his name was like Falu Huamanaui that played that play for the fucking <laughs> Patriots back in the day. What about Have Marquise you... Tuiasa Opo, backup quarterback Ooh. for the Raiders? Tuiasa Opo. Hey, Polynesian descent. Real, real quick, have y'all seen that dude's name? Uh, he's This is a goat name, by the way, but his parents knew what they was doing. Uh, Noah Nigga? Yeah, no, Noah Kanigga. Noah yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's in the family for years, okay? Somebody said, uh, somebody was talking about, what does he play, quarterback or some shit? He plays, oh. he plays DB in football, yeah. and then he yeah, plays yeah. basketball as when, well. When they, were, yeah, when they were talking about the, the uh, basically the race war, whites versus blacks in sports, uh, they were like, who are we supposed to put as cornerback for the white dudes? And somebody said, I know a nigga. <laughs> I know, I know a nigga that, that can play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, nigga. Like, no, yeah. bro, that's his name. Send him yeah. a link to his rivals page. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> not only not only that, but I guess these two, you know, YouTuber dudes, these influencers went to his high school basketball game. And they were like, man, that man, that nigga's good. Like <laughs> that nigga's getting buckets. Yeah, that's that's a whole Dave Chappelle skit coming to life. 
He needs to write one right now. Just come out of retirement for one. He episode. ain't got to, bro. He, he already not. had N I G G A R. It's the Nigar family. family. Yeah, he already did it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's People crazy that they allowed him to say that. Dude, the kids, the, this like to this day, do not understand how ahead of its time the Chappelle show was. Man. The racial draft alone. That's just. Man. That alone. That's. There's, there's too many, honestly, goat-level fucking skits all on that it. show. Yeah, it's it, all of it? <laughs> it is all good as shit. I, dude, if I, was, if I was an African-American studies professor at a university, I would, I would create like an entire semester's worth of work around satire and the Chappelle <laughs> show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it's some, some good <clears throat> shit. Well, fellas, man, facts, fellas, quickly, and then we can honestly, we still, we still go a little bit, but uh, Isaiah, me and you were talking about earlier UFC 298. Um, it's a good card. Yeah, we ain't got to go into far depth on it, but who's gonna win, Isaiah? Give me, give me, if if I'm gonna go on fucking DraftKings and I have to pick five fighters in the fights tonight, tell me how I can win some money, bro. Okay, I'm telling you, you can win some money. I'm usually, I usually hate making predictions because it means I ain't predictions, bro. It's spoilers. All right, Ian Gary, dub, Robert Whitaker over Paula Lacosta, slow, fat, steroided ass, dub. Um, Wouldn't say that to his face, pussy. (laughs) He can't, he can't even speak English. Who Paula Costa? A little bit. He tries. Hey man, I'll say that he tries. He does. It's, it's, yeah, (laughs) yeah, he tries. Uh, I'd say, man, I like Marab over Triple C. Triple C just getting his getting his feet back in the water as far as the fight game. You know, he had a bit of a layoff. He always trained, but to me, he looked a little sluggish against uh, Algermain. But I mean, that's going to come naturally. A little bit of ring rust. Um, man, outside of that, I would probably. Man, I'm, I got to take Volk, man. I, he's just – he's he's pissed off after the last fight. He ain't never been knocked out. He gets knocked out by a head kick. Like, I'm taking Volk. I, I, I know Ilya Taporia absolutely beat the shit out of my guy Thug Nasty. And Thug Josh Nasty Hill. had some – real quick, Thug Nasty has had some uh, some crazy luck over the past year because Josh Emmett punched his fucking heart out. Yeah, I'm like, God damn, dude. And he was top ten. I think no, I think he he cracked he cracked the top fifteen. He was at eleven. Fights Josh Emmett, L. Then Ilya Taporia. L. No, he fought Taporia first, and then he oh, yeah. fought uh, Emmett, and then got yeah. fucking. He had a seizure on on live TV. <laughs> yeah, like like it, it really makes me mad. I was really a thug nasty supporter. No, you can still be a thug nasty supporter. I'm a huge Max Holloway fan. And, I watched Volk beat the beat the shit out of Megs. I know it's hard to watch your your favorites take L's like that. It is, it but is. no, I'm taking Volk. Lastly, um, just because I believe that Volk has a lot riding on this fight, and he can't he can't take two losses in a row like that. That's just not his nature. He's a, he's a fighter. He's a good warrior, man. But Taporia got them fucking thang things, dude. He's got them hands for real. He really does. He beat the he shit really out does. of Josh Emmett. God damn. Yeah, he did. That's that's crazy. But but overall, I I mean that that that's just my bets. Um, they'll take this to the bank. 
literally. I'm not trying no, to take it somebody, to the bank. I'm not trying to have nobody mortgage their house over this shit. No, take your second mortgage out and go ahead and throw <laughs> throw the money on the picks Isaiah just made. I'm not Adam Sandler and Uncut Gems. Okay, I'm not making crazy bets, but that yeah, that's 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 my picks. Those are my picks. Man, real so real quick before we finish up, fellas, let's give me a hot take that your team does in the uh, in the free agency or in the draft or something. T just sent that picture to the group of uh, Saquon Barkley in the Chargers uniform. Low key, I can for real see that. But T, what you think is the 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 biggest move y'all make this offseason? Man, we got we got our coaching staff in place for the most part. I think. Steve Wilkes just got fired as the 49ers defensive coordinator. Man, let's let, let's let's go grab Steve Wilkes. We got Greg Roman. We're gonna we're probably gonna end up drafting Brock Bowers. Let's get quads. And uh well let's let's go fucking compete next year. <laughs> <laughs> let's do what we can do. <laughs> Isaiah, bro, what 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 y'all gonna do? I think top to bottom. Um, team's in a good place right now. Definitely got bit by the injury bug bad last year, especially on defense. Um, to me, the only move that I could see making that would actually help our team at this moment in time is can we please stop having two or throw fucking timing routes? So can we get, I'm not, I'm not knocking McDaniels, McDaniels has turned that franchise around tremendously made an impact the moment he got there Vic Fangio left we got another D coordinator coming in so let's see if the defense gets short up but as far as like free agency is concerned fuck man we need another corner like, stay healthy Damian Howard is old and as far as the draft man can we get some linebackers <laughs> like I mean <laughs> I mean fuck I mean we the front the front four can only do so much and I mean especially with two people one of them tearing his ACL, the other one blowing out his Achilles. And let's stop signing washed up receivers. What the fuck is Chase? Y'all don't need no goddamn, uh, no more really receivers. Y'all got fucking Waddle and and Tyreek. I know, but signing Claypool, signing Anderson, like it's just, it it wasn't going to turn out well. And I never thought it was, but. I think since they're since they're your third receiver, I think y'all are just signing them to see if they have anything left. And if they do good, if they don't, then you're still fine. Yeah, I, I feel you. But those are the only moves that I think we should make. And if Tua doesn't, respectfully, if Tua doesn't figure it the fuck out, Look. we're not going to move forward from him. But we're just yes. going to be we're going to be the Dallas Cowboys of the AFC. No, nah, I, I think there's just Tua is never going to be one of those elite, elite quarterbacks talent wise or anything. But I think he could be a slow builder into his career, similar to Ben. Where yeah. Ben was talented, Ben could throw the ball and whatnot like that, but we didn't like if we would have came in and just put everything on Ben's shoulders, yeah. Ben would have fizzled out. Same thing with Tom Brady, honestly. Like they'd have yeah. threw everything on his back, he'd have fizzled out. Y'all have to allow Tua to grow unless you're going to get like a top tier quarterback coming out of a good talented class. Um, I think it's more beneficial for y'all to keep Tua. You can pay him cheap because he's not one of the higher end echelon quarterbacks. So you could pay him 25, 30 million a year uh, and then just keep it pushing. Um, Because unless like I would keep him unless you can find something better is the thing I would be looking, but I would keep him until you can find something better. Uh, Don't yeah, Don't get rid of him and then draft fucking, I don't know, a bum 
or something and that kid yeah. just come in and make your franchise worse. So don't sign Joe Flacco as the backup. Put some pressure. You might as well or Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> yeah. Jacoby Brissett was there. Jacoby oh yeah. gets absolutely no love as a good backup quarterback. Like that. Yeah, don't y'all have Mike White? Yeah, but I mean Mike White ain't gonna Great play. White Mike, baby. Let's go. Yeah, White, man. He's, yeah stop he's playing the shit for sure, but he ain't gonna play, especially if two is healthy like that. Nah, he's not gonna play. Yeah, Isaiah, I think this is this Tua is, it for is Tua. one body slam away from not playing football again. So yeah, he might not. He might be Christopher Reeves, low key. All due respect, <laughs> he's a sister. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah. Um, sorry. No, you're good. The no. the Steelers, man. We get Michael Penix. That's all I'm saying. That's what I. That's what I want. But bro, we are linked to every single quarterback of all time. I've read. It right at this very moment of us recording this, the Steelers are the odds-on favorite to not only get Justin Fields, but to also get Russell Wilson. Fuck yeah. Kirk, Kirk Cousins, off. apparently his camp wants to come to Pittsburgh and shit, even though he wants a bag, too. He's not getting that from Pittsburgh. But apparently we're high up for Kirk to come. Um, we're going to draft Bo Nix. We're going to fucking – we're going to um, – draft michael Penix. we're gonna do all this shit and i'm sitting here like i don't think we're gonna do none of that shit yeah. as a lifelong steelers fan we ain't finna do none of that shit we are going to possibly trade up and draft uh the center from oregon oh god we are we are uh we're, we will stay in the second round and then we'll probably draft I don't know what the fuck we'll draft a corner or something, or we're going to draft either a tackle or a corner, the corner from Toledo in the first round. And then we're going to draft the center from West Virginia uh, in the second round. Cause we need a center, but that's it is a quarterback away from being, I, I think pretty good. I, I know we are, but I know our organization. And I also know, what Tomlin will do. Tom, Tomlin is not going to pay overpay for Kirk Cousins off of an Achilles. He's also not going to trade for Russ, hopefully, to for Russ to come in and fuck the entire lineup or locker room up because he's Mr. High Maintenance and shit like that. And then we're kind of fucked unless we could trade for, like, I've honestly been like, man, fuck it, just trade fucking Minka, which it, it would it would pain for me to say that shit. Trade Minka, trade a first round next year, trade a second round this year or next year, and move up in the draft and get fucking Caleb Williams if Chicago wants to keep him or get fucking one of the top three quarterbacks and then just keep it pushing. Fam, and, I think and they're going to move fields, dude. I think they're going to move fields, trade back like a spot or two. I think they're, I think Chicago's going to take Drake May, dude. I don't think they're going to take Caleb That's Williams. D- and that is going to continue to doom their fucking franchise. If they're honestly. Will it honestly, yeah, will it I, I don't yeah, know, dude. Yeah, it will. <laughs> honestly, let's be, let's be real here. I don't think any quarterback is going to be successful in Chicago. In Chicago. Exactly. Who's, who, this is a question. Homie KG asked me this, and I was like, damn, that's real fact. Name the top five quarterbacks in Chicago football history. Jay Cutler, yeah, McMahon, McMahon, yep. that's it. And then after exactly. that, it's like Rex Grossman, <laughs> right? Right? He's not right. Rex Grossman it's, is uh, not even considered a top five, and he was the quarterback right. that took and, him to the fucking and Super that's, Bowl. That's the style of quarterback play they've had in their history of their franchise. So, all due Fuck respect, it. I think oh, Mitch they're Trubisky up there. Because, because T, T, what you're saying, I wholeheartedly agree with. I would trade, and and the crazy thing is too, as a Steeler, like as a Steelers organization, you don't have to give up a first for Justin Fields, because they're gonna draft no. Caleb Williams. 
So they have no leverage on saying because they're giving up on them. Like you're moving on to a new quarterback. I've seen that they want a second, a second or a third this year and a fifth next year. I would, bruh. But again, I know what my organization does. I think Justin Fields is a, a is really good, really talented. He does. He will have to grow a little bit more, but having a new offensive coordinator and finally hiring a passing game coordinator with a new quarterbacks coach, all that shit that we did, I think can make him feel way better than he did while he was in Chicago. He's going to have more talent around him than he did in Chicago. And then he's also going to not have to play Superman like he did in Chicago. So I think think that move would be great. When I think about Pittsburgh, dude, I just – the best quarterbacks that Pittsburgh ever had, what were they? Those dudes were fucking gunslingers, man. You got to get a guy who's going to just grip it and rip it, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think, Them motherfuckers didn't care. I think, man, I think Caleb Williams would fucking do crazy shit in Pittsburgh. I agree. That would open that offense up so fucking much, dude. And I I really think Chicago is going to – fuck up dude and, and not take Caleb Williams. Yeah, that they're would be they're going to trade him they're going to trade Fields away for which that kid got a raw deal. I guarantee you the next team he goes to he's going to be pretty good. Bro, Pittsburgh or Atlanta. Pittsburgh or Atlanta. If I would much Atlanta, rather oh. see Fields in Atlanta, dude. Atlanta gives up like a second round pick or something. He's not worth the first. I'm sorry. He hasn't done enough. Facts. Through the air. And for, you have to for pay me to give year. up a first for him. Yeah. You, you said what now? You, you have to pay him next year. Yeah, next year uh, if he picks up his fifth year off, it's still not crazy money. It's still only like 20, 20 mil, which yeah. for a, a good quarterback that I mean, you're gonna pay an elite or a solid quarterback. What Dak is making like forty seven and a half million a year. <laughs> yeah. So you're gonna Shit. yeah. So you're gonna have to give up some cheddar like thirty five to that's that twenty million next year is it's nothing. <laughs> Daniel Jones been stealing from the Giants for the last five fucking years, <laughs> bro. Kirk Cousins has been cashing out too. Russell Wilson's been cashing out all these. But fucking at least Kirk Ryan Cousins' Tannehill production through the out. air is like tangible. Like you can look at it. And be like, you can look at and that franchise. Cousins and be ain't like, bad, dude. Like, yeah, well, you can look at that franchise collectively and be like, dude, their defense is just meh. cheeks. Yeah, no, I agree. I'm just saying, like the the mid, the second and third level tier of quarterback play in the NFL, they're getting big bags. So yeah. if you had like 20 million for Justin Fields, that's fucking that's candy. You can yeah. give that shit away. You can eat especially. That shit. Like you, like you said, T, if, if he either – me personally, I think he's going to Atlanta because I know how Pittsburgh operates. But him in either Pittsburgh or Atlanta, he is fine. He is fucking fine, yeah, and I agree I, too. They're going to take fucking May. They're going to be like, huh, didn't Trubisky play in North Carolina? Yeah, okay. Fuck yeah, it. but yeah, he's a better – I think he's a better quarterback. No, he definitely too. is. And I think too, like – I tried to remain optimistic on Kenny Pickett. But the, the pessimist in me was thinking to myself, like, bro, he can't even hold a football without a glove. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. He's it, – it's – this is my thing on Kenny Pickett. Kenny Pickett is like a – I don't know. It's hard to explain because I look at him and I, I, see a, I see a lot of games and I'm like, this dude is fucking trash. Then I'll go to other certain games and I'm like, well, oh, he's showing like – Promise. flashes yeah and then you go like you go back to his rookie year when he came in for trubisky and you're like other than him throwing a lot of interceptions 
at like when he first came like his first two starts Florida he balled yeah. yeah he balled and then it's just like why was how did he fucking because he he started the year off obviously we got crushed by um the Same niners player. Yeah. But he threw for like 300 or whatever. Then we came back the next week. He had a solid game. I forget who we played. The, the Browns, I think. Mm-hmm. And we beat the Browns. That was when he had that that long touchdown to Pickens where he, he played he played all right. And the Browns were a, a top five defense in the league. Then we, we play Houston, and he sucks. Then we play Baltimore, who was another top five defense, and he plays well again. He throws the, the long touchdown to Pickens at the end of the game to win the game. It's just like, bro, like this motherfucker is so inconsistent. I don't know what to get. And then it's like how much of that is because Pittsburgh does not believe in developing quarterbacks because they've had been for so long. How much is that on him? That's how much of that is on – to have, though, in order to be successful. I don't know if you heard yeah. me because I cut out at best. Kenny Pickett, I see – I get Alex Smith vibes at yes. best from him. And yes. at worst, I get Mitchell Trubisky in his last year in Chicago vibes. And it's yeah. like, dude, you can't do well, shit with that. Like, yeah, he's he, – at the worst, I say he's more like um, – I'm trying to think. He's like Kyle Orton. He's never going to take except those – more athletic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's never going – like he – what I seen this past year, he's not going to force a, a ball. He is a thousand percent content with like, I'll just let my defense come on the field, which in the fucking 90s, that shit worked because that's how everybody played. But now you have to throw the fucking ball. And like you said, grip that shit and rip it, pause. Like throw the fucking ball down the field. You have Pickens and Deontay and Fryer Muth and you have all these dudes. Stop checking the ball down. Like what go score some points. Is like, this is also another conversation of, Let's be real, dude. When healthy in the NFL, dog, I think there's only one elite quarterback. And that's Patrick Mahomes. Yep. Truly elite. That dude's on a hill by himself. The next best guy to me when healthy, Joe Burrow. Yep. And then after that, dude, it's almost a wash because you don't know what you're going to get out of those other guys who are like top talent. Yeah, like Josh, Josh Allen, Allen fuck. will come out and throw four goddamn picks against a fucking shitty Jets team. <laughs> you know what I mean? And lose the fucking game. Yep. And then come back the next week and throw for fucking 400 yards and run for two touchdowns and shit. Dak Prescott is only – he only plays good against sub-500 teams. Not yep. elite. Sorry. Yep. Justin Herbert, it's my guy. Love him. One, dude's never healthy. And two, Doesn't he also makes some boneheaded plays. Yeah. Brock Purdy, he's absolutely good to throw four picks against a fucking team. <laughs> Lamar, look, this is – I even though Lamar Jackson, shout out to Lamar Jackson, won an MVP this year, one thing that was very alarming to me is how they were able to shut that kid down. You force him to stay in the pocket. I think people realized in that game that he is not that good throwing the football in the pocket. He can't do it. He's got to be in space. If he's not in space and you just keep him contained, he's not that good. He looked very, very mediocre. His his top two uh, plays in that game was when he was scrambling and he threw that touchdown to Zay Flowers. And then whenever he uh, threw that shit, they got tipped up and he caught it and ran everything else he had. It was just basic. And I I said, I've said too, he can throw 
pretty good, pretty average across the middle of the field. Outside the numbers, he can't. And you have to be like in the NFL, you have to be able to throw. You have to be able to do that. Yeah. yeah. That's that's Sean Watson hasn't looked elite since he played yeah. for the Texans. Yeah, yeah, facts, 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 facts. I mean, so it's tier. it's yeah, Kirk it's is elite, but Kirk. Uh, I wouldn't say no, elite. Fuck, he's not. Yeah, I, I was gonna say I would say stats? elite stats. No, look, look I'm at my boy's stats. Okay, his stats. He puts up hella. He's Dak. He's numbers Dak are very stuff. deceiving. Yes. Yeah. He's. Yeah. He he's not elite though. He doesn't have it in him to make the big the biggest plays and the biggest moments. And I think that's what separates Mahomes from everyone else. It, honestly, talent wise, an NFL quarterback is the top of the line. It it's just moments. That's what separates a lot yeah. of the guys. Kirk, Dak, Tua, like all these guys put up good numbers. But what do you do Can you in close? the biggest yeah, in the biggest moment of the biggest game of the year? What do you do? And that's anytime I watch the Chiefs in a close game and a team goes up on them and there's like a minute and 45 seconds left in the game, I think to myself, you guys gave him way too much time. Yep. And we would only say that about a couple other quarterbacks. Dude, I'm telling you now, bro, a minute 45 with no fucking timeouts and they're down by three. I'm like, dude. Peyton, Tom, Aaron, those are probably. I wouldn't even. I wouldn't even say that. Was a stupid pick across the middle. This game's over. He's gonna go score. Yeah. I that T to to come back to it. That's why Pittsburgh's not gonna give up on fucking Pickett because he's shown a consistency late down the stretch of a game if it's close to make those plays. But and does it translate to wins though? It. it I mean, he was seven and three. And then yeah. he got hurt. So it that that's the only reason I know they're going to hold on to him. They're hoping that bringing Arthur Smith in can help him be more consistent and throw the ball off of play action, a lot of different bullshit that's not fucking Matt Canada's offense, right? I think Arthur Smith um, will be the best is, OC they've had since Todd Haley. So, but I think yeah, yes. Arthur Smith he is fucked gonna... up bad in, in Atlanta. Yeah. You take a running back with the fucking sixth overall pick, or was it the eighth overall pick? Either way, it doesn't matter. You take a running back in the early stages of the first round, and you had him split fucking touches all season, I would have fired his ass too. Like, what are you doing? I drafted this guy for you to give him 400 touches as a rookie. (laughs) Which, I mean, what he he did in Tennessee – is still carrying strength, but in Tennessee, they had a good defense. They had a meh quarterback. They also had Derek fucking Henry. Too. Exactly. Like, that, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Is they they had well, an established back to give him the ball, and that, it helped Derek. That's Henry's a problem with, with the NFL too. Like they're, they're hiring these guys who are like OCs and shit, who they're like that's living they're off of like shit they've done in the past but when they get to the situation and the situation's not the same how do you pivot and adjust these guys don't respond well to adversity yeah like they I, like they just don't but I dude also the think fucking ha- chargers were held hostage yeah by Brandon Staley because he was the D coordinator of the Super Bowl Rams team let's not forget that that dude didn't have to do much as a D coordinator for the Rams that year the Rams had John Johnson they had fucking Aaron Donald. They had uh, Leonard Floyd. They had Jalen Ramsey. Like, that team was so good. He didn't have to do shit. And he got a job. And then when he got there, our defense was the worst defense in the NFL <laughs> for three years. And Thanks. we had talent. Thanks. Like, 
no excuse, it's, dude. I, I will say it's it's hard in the Atlanta situation to to look at Smith and say how much of that is him versus how much is Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke shit. Because because yeah, uh, because I think Pitts did Pitts had ninety one uh, ninety one catches, and obviously if he had a better quarterback, he'd had more. Um, Drake London had more targets than George Pickens had, and then the the thing with Bijan is is I think teams now, especially if they take a running back high, they don't want him to to get banged at pause, get banged out his first year, and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that! Yeah. Yeah. that. I take a running back that high, I'm gonna run you into the ground. Like, yeah. <laughs> but they want to protect I, that asset. Yeah, I I also agree too. Are, I agree too, and I think you remedy that. You don't take running backs that fucking high. That's Facts. how you. That's Facts. how you remedy that situation. But, but again, uh, with that too, I don't know how much of a GM presence he did have. I know, I know he obviously as a head coach, you have a say, but I don't think he was the acting GM. So I don't know if the, he made that decision to take him earlier. What uh, I will say, he was in Atlanta. He had well, he was there four years. He had one, but he had the last good year of Matt Ryan's fucking career, uh, yeah. and then he had a solid year in between with Mariota. Uh, and then when Desmond Ritter took over, it was pretty fucking rap. And and the Did sad thing is, is they would move the ball and get to the red zone, and he'd throw a pick or fumble, that, or and it's the same thing with Mariota. What you brought up too is also another issue that I think takes place in the NFL, where these GMs or these owners have way too much creative control. Like if you're the coach, like if you hire a coach, that coach has in mind. In, like he has a vision for what he wants to do. Now, Frank Reich, I don't give a shit what anyone says. Frank Reich was a good coach. He's a good co- he's a, he was a good offensive coordinator and I think he's a good head coach. When he got to Carolina, I guess I guess him and like the GM got into it because he did not want to take Bryce Young at one. Yeah. He wanted <laughs> CJ Stroud. Yep. And you know, he came out in that presser. I knew that dude was getting fired after his first year. Because in that presser, he was like, you know, um, you know, some 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 GMs are uh, they're a little too involved, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, in uh, in in personnel decisions, and you know, he's like, you know, nothing nothing I can really do about it. Like I knew when he came out and said that shit about the fucking Panthers GM, I was like, yeah, <laughs> boy, if they don't. <laughs> If they don't go over five hundred, his ass is gone, dude. <laughs> like they're gonna get yeah, rid of him. Yeah, no. I think even if they did, they were still gonna fire him. Cause and it, it, I, I think he had spoke or he had leaked something or someone leaked it before they even drafted him. And he's like, he said, I don't want that little guy. I don't think he's going to hold up in the league. He said, I think C.J. Stroud is the best quarterback in this draft, and he wasn't wrong. And no. it. You, it, those decisions are what fuck you. That's 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 the only excuse that I'm obviously it's, it's because I'm uh, I'm biased, but that's what I'm hoping for with Arthur Smith. Motherfucker doesn't have to make decisions. He ain't got to do shit. Like he doesn't have to outsmart himself. Some people are just built to be offensive coordinators. So did you, bro, did you see that shit too? Where like I guess like like pre-draft like combine, I guess C.J. Stroud like met with Josh McCown, who was the quarterbacks coach of the Panthers. Yeah, and they were having a conversation. He said, "Man, we'll talk about it more when we get to Carolina." Like he, like, yeah. In in Frank Reich's mind, in McCown, like they were getting Stroud. Mm-hmm. It's like the Jerry Jones deal, dude. I don't think the Cowboys 
Cowboys won't make it back to the Super Bowl as long as that guy makes personnel decisions for the Cowboys. Mm, they'll even always, then his son be, they'll always be good on paper. Yep. But they will never they will never get there as long as that guy is making player personnel decisions. decisions. Yes. Yep. It's it's never gonna happen. Yep. Because he's too blinded by his vision. His evaluation of talent, yeah. Yeah. The only thing that I think Jerry Jones does well is he drafts offensive linemen well. <laughs> that's a yeah, because that's what he yeah. was. Yeah, I mean, well, that and he he drafts. He just he'll he drafts decent, or he's able to get decent receivers in the draft and in uh in free agency and through trades and stuff. But that's about it. And he doesn't know who's a good coach and who's not. Obviously, motherfucker will keep bad coaches and fire good coaches that you won Super Bowls with because. You think he has an ego, but <laughs> that's fucking wild. But at the end of the day, what I want the Steelers to do, I want the Steelers to get Justin Fields and then regardless or get a solid quarterback. It doesn't have to be like if they want to bring in Russell Wilson, by all means, bring in Russell Wilson. Uh, there's been rumors they want to bring in Tannehill, who's not a obviously I, I mean, not even close to being high on Tannehill. But bring somebody in if you're going to go forward with Pickett that can push him, can teach him how to be an NFL quarterback. And if he gets hurt, we have a backup that can do what Tannehill did with the Titans the last week, which is torch the fuck out of the Jaguars. That's what I want. I'm tired. I'm glad we cut Mitch Trubisky. I hope motherfuckers in the USFL next year. I never want to see him on the NFL uh, field again and then just can keep pushing this. And then this is it. If I was Pittsburgh and I was able to get Justin Fields, I would RPO teams to fucking death. Facts. (laughs) Facts. Facts. And you're going to give it up somewhere. Yeah. And that's that's the the well that's the crazy thing too is is like we been used to low key do that. And then Kenny's rookie year we used to RPO teams. And then we abandoned RPOs and decided, you know what play is going to work? Jet sweep. Fuck. And I'm we were right yeah. now, dude. I here, here, if I'm the OC of Pittsburgh. And I'll I'll relate this to fantasy football. If I get Justin Fields and I have Najee Harris and Jalen Warren, so help me God. If Najee Harris put up a game where he had 10 carries for 24 yards, that motherfucker's getting converted to fullback or tight end. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm going to fucking like triple option your ass to death. (laughs) We're we're, we're going to line it up in the pistol. And we're just gonna get after you, dude. I get Justin Fields out in space with Najee Harris lead blocking. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Give your ass yeah. business, dude. We'd, be, we'd look Darn- like the fucking Navy football team out there, bro. Him and Darnell oh, yeah. Washington that's, lead blocking, bro. Crazy. That's that's the, that's the the crazy thing too is is like we have the worst left tackle in football in Dan Moore, and then he he graded out as the as the worst left tackle, but I will give him the benefit of the doubt. Pretty fucking hard whenever you get fucking what Calvin Nori twice a year, yeah. Miles Garrett twice a year, you know what I'm saying? And then fucking uh dude from Cincy twice a year. Like it's pretty fucking hard to be a left tackle. Um Am I Trey Hendrickson? The yeah, yeah, problem. yeah. So Sam Hubbard. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, and we we played against fucking Crosby and like it's it's fucking hard. So I, I understand that. But I think it, our center is our weakest link, and there's two centers that I really like in the draft, which is the Oregon Center and uh the West Virginia Center. So if we can get one of them, and we have either way, if we get one of them, our offensive line 
is better. And then we utilize fucking Darnell Washington more with Fryermuth because our Artie Smith is going to have two tight ends in the fucking lineup. We go double tight and shit. I, I, I'm fine with it. If it's Justin Fields, we're going to run RPO teams to death. If it's Kenny Pickett, we're going to play action teams to death. I'm just, I don't give a fuck, bro. Isaiah could be our offensive coordinator and I would be excited for the next, like this coming year. He could call plays from goddamn ask Madden. And I would be like, you know what? I'm happy. Cause that Matt Canada shit, bro. Like, and it wasn't just him. It was fucking Randy Finkner before that. Isaiah, me and Isaiah used to live together, obviously. And he would hear me yelling at the fucking TV about how much I hated fucking Randy Finkner. So, <laughs> bro, our our offensive coordinator situation, like we have, it's the strength, it's the strength and the weakness of uh, Mike Tomlin. He's such a good coach that he he's fine with going to war with shit because he's like, at the end of the day, I'm the head coach. But and my guys are gonna play good. Yes, but because of his that attitude. He had he just was hiring dog shit at offensive court at offensive yeah. coordinator. We before we had Todd Haley, we were always at the top end of offense in the NFL. That's when we had the killer bees. Le'Veon came on the scene. Like we were the shit. Before that, we had Bruce Arians. So like I yeah, I know my guy can hire offensive coordinators, but goddamn, bro, stop trying to be Coach Boone off of uh, remember the Titans. Just hire a good, which I, again, I wasn't super thrilled on the Arthur Smith hire, but the more that I'm like, well, what does Pittsburgh want to do? We want to run the fucking ball. We want to play off the run as well. He's that's what he does. And yeah, it was because he had Derrick Henry and whatnot um, in in Tennessee, but like he's gonna bring a zone scheme, blocking scheme, and I'm so much better with that than trying to go man on man. When we again we play Miles Garrett twice a year and fuck it, you know what I mean? Like that shit just doesn't work. And I'm I'm glad that we will become a zone a zone blocking scheme. We'll utilize a lot of play action, and I'm just curious to see. Uh, and the combine starts in two weeks, so I'm pretty pretty fucking jacked. Ooh, boy. Yeah, me too. That's yeah, I'm trying to see what happens. Yeah. Um. Last last thing before we hop, fellas. Who's going to get drafted first? If it's not Caleb Williams, it'll be a huge surprise. It's. I would be shocked if he doesn't go number one, but if it's not going to be him, Marvin it's Harrison probably going to be Drake May, but I kind of have a dark horse pick too where I think someone might if, – if Jaden Daniels comes out and has a good combine and a pro day, I could see that kid sneaking up and being taken. Same. I, Same. Same. I – T, you said it uh, a couple months ago, and then I seen Merrill Hodge said it. Caleb Williams, while his talent is really good, whenever he plays better teams, he's never really been consistent, and then he reverts to bad mechanics, terrible yes. footwork, tear it like that. I think now what I will say is is, and I'm praying to to whatever you believe in, listeners, that these shitty teams do not allow him to go to a situation to get treated like Jordan Love, where he can sit for a year like Patrick Mahomes did, please don't let that fucking happen. Yeah. Please. Make them play him immediately. Do not yeah. let Dallas trade up and get him to sit him for two fucking years. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. Especially, too, with whatever team he goes to, that front office, that owner is going to be like, you put his ass in the fucking game. 
this is what's bringing this it generates revenue for that team that's what this happened is, in la dude yeah we had tyrod taylor that stabbed a hole in his lung <laughs> they're like the same thing that there. happened to tyrod in cleveland after yep. after because baker was sitting just like herb was sitting Tyrod was the starter. Tyrod was, you know, middle of the pack. They were like, they they weren't a losing record, but both teams were like five hundred or just a game above five hundred. These guys Tyrod. don't get taken high to sit. They get exactly. taken to be day one starters. Yep. That well, that and it's also depending on where you go, because yeah. obviously if you go to a shitbag situation like Cleveland, uh, or you go to a shitbag situation like other teams, obviously the Herb situation is different because they punctured fucking Tyrod's lungs, yeah. but they had, they had the intent on, on sitting him at least half the season, but these green bays and teams like that, if you let somebody fall, who's super talented and may have a couple of issues with like footwork or maybe their release and shit isn't consistent. And you let them sit for a year behind a fucking dog or two or three years yeah. and let them just kind of chill and learn the game, and then they're still super talented, that's when you start seeing fucking Mahomes and fucking, like, a lot of the top-tier quarterback in NFL history sat. Yeah. And it's fucking nuts. Yeah. Well, the but stars have to align perfectly for situations like that to happen, yeah. too. A that lot of true. those really good quarterbacks, like, think about this. Like, yes, the Chiefs moved up to 10. I don't know. I don't know if you guys ever saw this. <clears throat> the year before the Chiefs took Patrick Mahomes, they wanted to draft the kid that was drafted by the Broncos the year before that. What the fuck was that dude's name? Paxton Lynch. Lynch. They wanted to draft Paxton Lynch. So what happened was, because you know, Chiefs had Alex Smith, but they want because and they knew that they were going to have to move on from Alex Smith. They wanted Paxton Lynch. So they tried to move up. The Broncos moved up before them, drafted Paxton Lynch. So then the Chiefs drafted Chris Jones. And then the next year, they got Patrick Mahomes. But they didn't want him originally. They wanted Paxton Lynch. But those guys – but he went to a situation where you had a very serviceable quarterback – the, the Packers taking Jordan Love, the only reason they drafted Jordan Love high like that is because Aaron Rodgers was doing Aaron Rodgers shit, acting disgruntled and threatening <laughs> to leave. And they were worried about his age, too, because I think at the time Aaron Rodgers was 35. 36. And Aaron Rodgers was coming off an MVP season when they drafted fucking yeah. Jordan, Jordan Love. Love. And they didn't tell him shit. They drafted no. him, and that's when he found out. And that no. pissed him off, and he stayed there for, what, two seasons? Pissed off. It was either two or three, and then uh, then they hired Matt Lafleur shortly after, and he was pissed off about that too. It was the perfect situation for those guys. So if you're like, and 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 think about this too, like those guys weren't going to be the number one overall pick. Jordan Love, that dude threw twenty fucking interceptions his last <laughs> year in Nevada. Patrick Mahomes also, I mean, he threw for a ton of touchdowns. He also threw for sixteen picks, like. They went to the right situation with the right coach in the right system to set them up to be successful. Patrick Mahomes going to the Chiefs gave the Chiefs something that they didn't have in Alex Smith. Sure, Alex Smith was athletic. Sure, he could nickel and dime you down the field. But that dude was not about to kill you throwing the ball down the field. 
Facts. When they got Patrick Mahomes, they got an athletic quarterback with a bazooka for an arm, and they had Tyreek Hill. And it was like, dude, our offense is wide open now. And Kareem Hunt and Travis Kelsey. We have we we have a safety net in Travis Kelsey. Yep. But we got Tyreek Hill who can take the top off the defense at any given time. We got Kareem Hunt who was he was what he was rookie of the year, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Led the NFL in rushing as a rookie. Big yep. business. Like that situation, like the stars couldn't have lined up better for the Chiefs. And the same thing goes for the Packers with Jordan Love. He got to sit behind a first ballot Hall of Fame quarterback who won MVPs two years. And as much as Aaron Rodgers was pissed off, like he worked with Jordan Love. He said it on Rogan's podcast, too. He was like, Brett wasn't necessarily thrilled when they took they took me. Yeah. And he was like, he he worked with me. that. That's that was what I'm, I'm saying. Though is like, I'm hoping these shitbag teams do not let one of those three drop or fall, and go to a fucking organization that actually knows and and can build a team like a a, a historic great team that they they can just be like, we love you. You don't who's necessarily oldest, have to come out and play right now. Who's the oldest quarterback in the NFL? Who's probably Aaron. nearing the end of his career, but is still very good. Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers, and Matt Stafford, maybe. Matt Stafford, Kirk Cousins. That's probably it. Yeah, those everything. Are the teams everyone else, you got to worry about taking one of those quarterbacks. Yeah, and they said Denver wants to move up. Dude, I'm telling you now, Stafford on the fucking payroll. If they were able to get like Michael Penix or some shit like that, yeah, yeah, where he can just sit behind Aaron, like behind Matt Stafford, and let that kid cook. And or then like once if the Jets move up and take Jaden Daniels or some shit because they were dog shit this year. Yep. They if they if one of those teams can move up and take one of those or a Bo Nix, like dude, and sit for a, a year. That's the that. And then you you think about this. Not only if you go to the Rams, do you get to learn from fucking Matthew Stafford, who, in my opinion, talent wise. There's not that many quarterbacks in the league that have ever been as talented as, as Matthew Stafford. He was just stuck in fucking Detroit. But you get to learn from that. And then once you take over, you have fucking Puka Nakua and Cooper Cup. Yeah. One dude, Bruh. I'm telling you, one dude that one dude that no one's talking about that they should very much be worried about here in the next few years. Dude, if Jared Goff backslides. Let's not forget Detroit drafted Hendon Hooker in the second round. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's just sitting back there behind Goff. And Goff is very good. He is mm-hmm. very good quarterback. He got a raw deal in LA. Yeah. But that dude they wanted has to win now. So well in Detroit. Could you imagine Hendon Hooker sitting behind Goff for like two or three years? <laughs> I think they're gonna keep Dan Campbell. Like for a while. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! 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 You play when in the same does? system, you know. You sit there and learn under Ben Johnson for a couple of years. Learn how the offenses ran. Like, dude, if Goff goes down with an injury, it's over with. He hangs him up, dude. Hendon Hooker is gonna be a fucking problem. Yep, well, that that's... dude lit people up at Tennessee. Yeah. Yep, that's that's the crazy thing is there's there's these quarterbacks now. This is something that someone someone posted, and I was like, I mean, I wouldn't be mad at it, but they said if the Steelers don't draft or trade for like draft the quarterback early or trade for like a Fields or someone like that, 
And they really believe that Kenny Pickett is the guy and Kenny Pickett can give us like a couple of years where he is, let's say Alex Smith, like you said earlier too. And we're able to get to the playoffs, maybe win a playoff game, whatever. Right. But we know like this is, he's at his, his ceiling and we draft a fucking like a Joe Milton, a Jordan Travis who's coming off injury, or let's say a fucking Michael Penix were to slip and go to the second round or something like that. And we can draft him and just stash him for a couple years. And then you come in, as you take over, you're you're playing with fucking Pat Fryermuth and Deontay Johnson, George Pickens, and all them. Like, bro, I would, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I I would be all right with that. Like, I don't necessarily care if we do make a big move for a quarterback now, because I know that's just not what we do. But we have to be smart with what we do. We can't fucking not put somebody in place. We can't. We have to rebuild our entire quarterback room. Which is why I'm like, if they're gonna go with Pickett, we need a established vet, and that established vet can't be Mitchell Trubisky, it, no. a Tannehill or a Russell Wilson or somebody who's been successful in the league. That's who it has to be. Ben had fucking Tommy Maddox and Charlie Batch, who was slinging that shit early in his career in Detroit. Yeah. Then he got Byron Leftwich. Those are the quarterback rooms that that you have to have. You can have two young guys but you have to have that fucking old savvy vet yeah yeah that just can tell you small things that you didn't even think of and then it just changes your mind like a drew bledsoe was perfect for tom brady and joe flacco even though he hated lamar jackson was solid in in helping lamar a little bit right uh but but there are also quarterbacks, and these are the few, these are the talent, these are the few and far between guys, and this is what makes them so special. Your Herberts and your Josh Allens of the world that can come in and be thrown into a situation where they have to start now, and they just produce. And I, it's very rare that you see those style of guys. So that's why I'm always like, kind of, like taking us taking a step back whenever we get to a draft and people are like oh this guy is going to get drafted and he's going to go to that he's going to go to that organization and and just turn it around and i'm like mm. uh, do they <laughs> to do that you have to be special yeah. like not just oh we're selling draft tickets and blah 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 special because i remember what people were saying about johnny football back in the day and he was special in college but let's be real he like there's more of those than there are Herberts and Allens. Yeah. Those, so that's why I'm always like, man, too, fuck. Those guys, too, they like they had to produce early. And even Josh Allen didn't have – he had a solid rookie year, but nobody was talking about Josh Allen after his rookie year. It wasn't until he turned that corner. And Joe Burrow went into a shitbag situation his first time <laughs> towards ACL, turned the corner. It's about their ability to turn Yeah, but like, like let's also not forget to like – Joe Burrow went to a good situation. He went to a very good situation. Organization that team was good already. No, it, it yeah, their the team. They, yeah, they, they were, were Andy Dalton, who Andy Dalton had a very good them, career. Well, he, yeah, he led them to the playoffs and all types of shit. Essentially, the the Bengals uh, roster at that point was similar to Pittsburgh's roster right now. And then you yeah. get a, a good early pick in Joe Burrow, and it's like, oh. Just right, right, right place, right time, dude. Like, yeah. a lot of it's timing. But if they have the opportunity to get a guy, like, feel, like honestly, as far as, like, ability, I put Justin Fields right up there right now. 
with Jaden Daniels, yeah, Penix. The only like honestly, the only guy that I think is better than Justin Fields right now coming out, as far as talent, is Caleb Williams. He's the only one. Yeah. yeah. All the other guys, like if it was like, okay, do I take Drake May or do I take Justin Fields? I'm gonna take Justin Fields. Yep. Because I can find things about those other guys that like doesn't sit well with me. Jaden Daniels only had one really good season. Yeah. Yeah. He had to transfer to get that good. He had to transfer out of Arizona State to go to the right situation like LSU. And Penix had to transfer. Penix was at Indiana. But before Penix, he went you know, to Washington. Yeah, Penix is Bo Nix was at Auburn before he was at Oregon. Yeah, okay. Drake May, as good as he played, he played in the fucking ACC dog shit. Michael and he Penix played for North only, Carolina. Yeah. Like Michael Penix is two years younger than Justin Fields. And Justin Fields I would hope your numbers look years. good against you know North Carolina State every year. I'm kind I mean, of expect that. that. Wolfpack is pretty good. Okay. Hey, Penix is is uh, you say he's two years younger than Justin Fields? I thought he was just like a, a, a year, year you know, maybe or not even year. that. That's the yeah. thing too. Like, he's Justin, Justin Fields is Justin Fields. Yeah, just really twenty four. Yeah, he's twenty four. Yeah, they might be the same age. Or he, oh, he might be like twenty three. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I think I think Justin Fields might be twenty three. Kenny Pickett's twenty four, and I think Michael Penix is like twenty three, twenty two, twenty three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bo Nix is like thirty seven. Bo <laughs> Nix old as fuck, dude. <laughs> he's like Chris Winkie. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> weed. Yeah, facts, facts. But all right, fellas, we've been going a little bit long. Uh, about to, about to get out and run some errands. But what do y'all want to leave the people with? Man, it was it's a good season, and I'm sad that football's not happening. I guess we could always watch the USFL. You're damn sports, right. But... You're damn right. Shout out to Dwayne Johnson. Goddamn. Hey man, facts. Football already. It's only been a week. Facts. Hey bro, the Rock is back. Yeah, oh, wrestling <laughs> stuff, man. Yeah, bro. Yeah. Hey, he's a heel. He wearing them them five hundred dollar Versace shirts. Hey, don't <laughs> make me start watching fucking Raw again, dude. Hey, bro, it's WrestleMania season. It. That's it. Yeah, yeah, it's WrestleMania season, so it's like the best shit possible right now. Shit, we you know we all saying? got the. Is, is the shit getting Pe- popping on Peacock right now? Yeah. Yeah, bro. I mean, it's, man, it's SmackDown. Man. SmackDown is better than Raw. I'll say that right now, but that's just because of uh, like everything happens on SmackDown because SmackDown is on ESPN, I think, or some shit like that, or Fox. Fox, yeah, that's what it yeah, is. Fox. Yeah. yeah, it's on Fox. So you know what I'm saying? They they gotta turn up a little bit. But Triple H is running it now. Obviously, I don't know if y'all read those Vince McMahon text messages and shit, oh, and seeing what seeing what the homie is going through right now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did you get a chance to listen to Joe Budden read the text? Experience? Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. My <laughs> God, dude. That's what I'm saying. He's he's cooked. So, uh, but yeah, Isaiah, what you want to lead the people with, fam? Can we please? Can we please all tune in tonight for UFC 298 and have a normal discussion? But what I want to leave the people with today is just protect yourself at all times. <laughs> and what I would say is, is all y'all listening, take Isaiah's UFC picks to the bank and cash. The fuck out. Please don't. Please And if you don't, if you if you do it and you lose, like that's your fault, dumb (laughs) motherfuckers. (laughs) But but, all right, we'll be back next week, man. We out. Peace, y'all.